On this episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, we had a very special guest, Keith Kranz, who is the founder and CEO of Dominate Web Media, who is easily responsible of spending hundreds of millions of dollars across Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube with the everlasting ad. When it comes down to it, we create a script that is usable across each channel or platform that you can kind of really maximize results there and reuse it to where he's had clients use it for years and hey, He's using some of his own medicine and kind of doing the same thing to where he has his funnels running year round, um, kind of more of the evergreen style. We also kind of dive into, you know, writing copy on, you know, how the products or services really make your kind of prospects feel to kind of really, you know, help them get over that next step to essentially convert on your offer or a service there. Make sure to tune in because this one's a juicy one. You know, I say after 300 million in ad spend on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, generating hundreds of millions of dollars in sales in over 100 industries, I'll tell you the number one reason why less than 3% of us consistently have success. So in that sentence, I basically, it's a, I call it a contextual call out. I've called out, I'm like, you know, I'm looking for businesses that want to grow, uh, but I also mentioned ad spend, you know, so they know, you know, if there's somebody that just, uh, looking to grow the productivity, they're 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 gonna hit skip ad on, on YouTube or they're gonna ignore on Facebook and that's totally fine. Because on, on YouTube we want them to skip ad if they're not in our avatar. Super important. Um listening to the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, where we break down the financial principles that rich advertisers are deploying today to turn advertising into profit and get tons of traffic to their websites without killing their cash. These advertisers, agencies, affiliates, brands are responsible for managing over a billion dollars a year in ad spend. You'll hear about what's working for them today, their rich ads, and we'll roast their epic failures and crappy ads on the internet with poor ads. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ed Poor Ed Podcast. This is your host, Zach Johnson. I'm with the one and only Dylan Carpenter. Are you excited for today's guest, Dylan? Oh, yeah, man. We have quite a character with a cool backstory, so I'm pumped for this one. Yeah, today's guest is uh, the author of the best-selling book on Facebook advertising called The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. He's an OG. He's the original OG host of uh, Perpetual Traffic, published by Digital Marketer, which is an awesome podcast, and uh, also the founder of Dominate Web Media, uh, which I would say is probably one of the first like flagship Facebook ad agencies that then went on to sell a ton of Facebook ad education courses and certifications and coaching programs and agency training. And there's a ton of really successful Facebook ad agencies in our ecosystem uh, today that really came out uh, and were born out of Keith's uh, training uh, over at Dominant Web Media. So the guys, uh, gosh, probably overseen uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in in Facebook and, and Instagram ad spend. And uh, today we're going to be diving into it. Uh, I love it. I'm I'm super excited. So without further ado, Keith Krantz, cool. man, welcome to the show. Glad to be on. I'm excited. It should be fun. Good good times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So for everybody that's that's listening to the show, give, give everybody a, a little bit about um, you know, I just kind of went through like seven years of history of your career, but like get everybody up to speed about what you're doing right now and uh what you're working on these days. 
Yeah, no problem. No, it's been crazy. I've been doing this for a long time. You know, got started in like 2010, I guess, uh, 11. But I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people that are OGs more than that. But um, uh, before that, you know, I, I went to college to become an airline pilot and then transitioned into my entrepreneurial world in about 2003 while I was still a pilot. That's when the entrepreneurial spirit kicked in. Realized I, I didn't, didn't want to be, a, I was basically a prisoner of my seniority number flying airplanes you know, mm. um, just cogging a wheel, I felt like. So that led me into entrepreneurship and owning some local businesses. And, and, and then, and really, I think having that experience of having local businesses and one of the top, um, number two out of, uh, number two and number five franchise out of about 60 locations. And, um, back then, and that's what kind of what led me to, to really, really seeing the opportunity of the ad platform early on. And so, you know, fast forward to, like you said, you know, second edition, third edition, ultimate guide, tr- mm-hmm. hosting the podcast for all these years and, and really building an agency, but also selling courses and co- coaching with all these clients. Um, what I yeah. realized is that uh, look, I started looking back at all of the most successful campaigns, like uh, David Ogilvy, uh, if you go back and search David Ogilvy in the archives of YouTube, you can find him talking, uh, having some interviews and talking about Here's a here's a good ad right here. This ran for about 20 years, right? Oh wow, wow. <laughs> 20 year ad, uh, and you know that's more. A lot of those are branding ads, so it's a lot. The, the repetition is key. They're not direct response, uh, but yet, but they they you know they would really integrate that direct response with branding. And so I started looking back, and I started really auditing all of our best campaigns. And now you know at this point we're probably at 250 million dollars in ad spend total of personal clients okay these are agency clients where we're managing their ads or private wow. clients where we're getting on calls with not 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 our courses that doesn't include our certified guys and their clients our students um and their ad spend that's just personal private clients and that's um just every industry you can imagine you, you know half of that is in e-com physical products half of that is in digital products probably and then and then there's um within that there's uh local service-based businesses uh, all, all these different industries we, we've worked in. It's so crazy over the, over the years. Um, and so I started thinking of looking back and it was like, you know, this method, this, where you can take the pillars of, I, 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 I kind of realized it, it's basically four pillars and it's leveraging direct response, advertising, content, marketing, content, social media, marketing, brand awareness, you know, and brand recognition, and then viral marketing, viral video marketing. And I, I, I started realizing that okay, you don't have to have a funny, super funny, like squatty potty type of video to leverage from the virality. Right. You, you can actually take from mm-hmm. the book Contagious, one of my favorite books, I always tell people to read every year, if you're a direct response marketer, uh, or if you're a big brand, either way. Uh, understanding that, that these six principles of why things go viral, why things catch on, uh, it doesn't have to always be super funny and super emotional and awe-inspiring. It can actually just be something that's almost like a utility, right? It's just a, a, a tangible uh, aha moment and a tip somebody just wants to tell their friend about and wants to tag a friend or wants to save your ad instead of hide your ad. And and, or, or, you know, it can just be something that, ooh, I'm the first person to know about. And so I want to, I want to tell somebody else about that and tag a friend or, or, or make a comment on it. So if you, if you start to understand yeah. some of this stuff, okay, now my ads on social, this, this, this element that isn't as effective on YouTube 
um, in terms of the shareability, because you don't really get the benefit from the engagement stats on YouTube ads like you do on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but the other thing that it does is it builds trust, right? And it builds credibility. And so when people click on your ad, uh, they show up on your landing page with their guard down instead of their guard up. And so we get higher conversion rates, we get higher show up rates on webinars, we get longer watch times, and we get higher sales conversion rates, right? And higher um, average order values. I feel like your, your, your formulas, Keith, are like, I feel like your background as a, um, as a pilot mm -hmm. is what makes your, your marketing checklists and processes like so solid. Like I've seen, you know, been a lot, part of a lot of communities, a lot of Facebook ad programs, things like that. But the checklist that you have to create and you have to like go through with a pilot is so detailed yeah. and it's so routine that I, uh, it, it definitely shows, you know, when you're creating your formulas, when you're presenting and educating on your formulas, that it's like, it's really well thought through, <laughs> you know? And, uh, I can't quite say the same uh, for myself, but I just wanted to give you a little shout out on that. Fred. Well, I appreciate it. It's, it's when I, when I take the time to really, you know, really go through something and, 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 you know, I went through about a six month period about a year and a half ago. So not that long ago, 2019 and really flushed this process out. And I looked back, like I said, and audited everything. And I used to call it like a three-step video ad formula, but we've really, really now pulled everything out and really, uh, pulled out the, the the core DNA. You know, it's basically it's sort of like think. Imagine if you could extract the DNA code of of the marketing legends, like the direct response marketing legends, like Eugene Schwartz, Claude Hopkins, Ogilvy, Caples, you know, Gary Halbert, Collier, Sugarman, Kennedy, Carlton, and all the modern greats. I don't need to list. Uh, and then the content marketing, social media marketing greats like Brian Clark, Joe Paluzzi. Jay Bear, Gary Vaynerchuk, Michael Stelzner, Amy Porterfield, HubSpot, uh, John Lee Dumas, Pat Flynn, the list goes on. And then the brand advertising greats like Nike, you know, like even what Red Bull's doing, uh, what GoPro is doing. Uh, and then one of my mentors is Roy H. Williams, who's his, you know, his, some of his strategies or clients are, are responsible for, for, for the majority of the jewelry sales in North America. And so, and then also the viral video sensations, right? Like Dollar Shave Club, Squatty Potty, Poopery, Chatbooks. A uh, good friend of mine uh, launched a wow. viral video. I saw it go from basically a brand new business, a Dollar Beard Club. <laughs> the original viral video was kind of a spoof off of the Dollar Shave Club. And he literally went from a brand new startup doing a few thousand dollars a day to a million dollars a month after one wow. viral video. So if you were to consolidate all of that yeah. into one single rich ad, <laughs> yeah it just accumulates and represents everything yep what is this rich ad that we're going to go into so we call it the uh everlasting ad and and the emerald method is 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 the four pillars combining them um and and, and what it does is it gives you the ability to create what i call an everlasting ad one good ad uh that you can run on any platform that, you know you get one good script now you have a video you can run on facebook instagram and youtube but, you know, get to put together some, some basic banner retargeting. So when they, after they see your content, they don't buy, then they're going to see you everywhere on all the news sites. You know, what, what's Trump doing next? They're going to see your ad on CNN, MSNBC, Fox news, uh, or whatever, whatever channel you know, you're checking out. So, so, so basically we want to make it so it will work on all these platforms. And then it goes back to those four pillars. And what I've done is, is basically sort of also 
dug deep and it's, it's really a three act structure to, to do this. And, and we have about 12 or 13 kind of core elements. I'm not going to go through all those right now. It's, 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 I think it would kind of go down too much of a rabbit hole. Um, but there essentially is a three act structure and we have, uh, 12 or 13 core elements and I call them ad building blocks. And so we, we have all these scripts that we've now built out where you can see how some of these ad building blocks, for example, in act one, we need to, you know, that first five or 10 seconds, we need to make sure if it's a video that we you not only get their attention, but we can call out that the avatar we're going after in a natural way. It's non douchey. I don't know if I can say that, but um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically um, you're, what you're saying kind of catches their attention. Uh, but if somebody's watching that, they know that if you're targeting business owners that want to grow their business or somebody that wants to uh, improve their lifespan or lose weight, they're going to know that by your, your opening, uh, opening ad, right? And so then you, a lot of times we want to make sure and have that big promise in the first five or 10 seconds that, that, that like not necessarily digging into the, the, the big challenges and frustration always right away, but, but really uh, what is the ultimate perfect scenario and, and if we can show that in the opening sometimes, especially if we can use it, a lot of times we use a proof or credibility story. Um, and so, for example, uh, I'll, I'll, if you want, I can read and I'll pull up one of these scripts and I can read it. I can read the opening of, of this. And this can be yeah. a video or this can be a lot of times we tell people just to test this as a long copy ad on Facebook. Right. And then if, if, you, if it works out, then you can go and you can make a video. Uh, it doesn't have to be highly produced. Uh, it could be a iPhone video, uh, but one of mine, one, one of them that we've got running right now that's working really well across platforms is, you know, I say after 300 million in ad spend on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, generating hundreds of millions of dollars in sales in over 100 industries, I'll tell you the number one reason why less than three percent of us consistently have success. So in that sentence, I've basically, it's a, I call it a contextual call out. I've called out, I'm like, you know, I'm looking for businesses that want to grow. Uh, but I also mentioned ad spend, you know, so they know, you know, if there's somebody that's just uh, looking to grow the productivity, they're, they're, they're going to hit skip ad on, on YouTube, or they're going to ignore on Facebook. And that's totally fine. Because on, on YouTube, we want them to skip ad if they're not in our avatar, super important. Um, I've got the big promise in there, right? Um, basically generating hundreds of millions of dollars, credibility authority, uh, 300 million in ad spend in 100 industries. And then I also have a curiosity hook the number one reason why less than 3% of us consistently have success. So those are four, I literally have four of my elements all in the first five seconds. Um, and then mm. the, like the, 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 so I'll, I'll read the next two paragraphs in this one. Um, so I say my clients are breaking sales records, selling everything from online courses to music, to consulting, to physical products, to local services, to real estate and everything in between. So now I've kind of really called out my avatar without saying attention, business owners, or attention homeowners, are you looking to grow, sell your house? Or are you looking to grow your business? That's lame. We don't want to do that. Um, you wouldn't do that if you walked into a party, right? You wouldn't say attention homeowners. You know, if you're a real estate <laughs> agent, you walked into a house full of homeowners, you, you know, you, you talk to people <laughs> naturally. <laughs> it's, it, so, so then the, the third paragraph on this one, I won't go any further is, and then I say, you know, my clients are breaking sales records, yada, yada, yada. 
like Ryan here, who started a business selling a $67 digital product last summer and is now doing over $1 million a month by running the same one Emerald Method ad on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube directly to his product sales page without any upsells. And then I show a screenshot of him saying, thanks, we did a million dollars last month, right? At the same time. So that, um, and then I go in and, and, and that's, that's act one in that one. Um, and then sometimes we'll go in and we'll, we'll, we'll dig in and we'll give a little more proof or we'll go in and we'll show, we'll map out our process, especially if it's on Facebook. It really works well sometimes mapping out our unique mechanism or our unique method and, and giving them an outline of it maybe, but then another, but then more, uh, another reason for them to go watch a webinar to get more or we'll check out our product page to have it, you know, to get it all done for you or, or something like that. So that's one opening. Mm -hmm. And if you want, I'll give you one other sort of opening so you can see how we sometimes we slightly uh, adjust it a little bit. Um, and this one, um, let's see. So this one, uh, very similar. But I open up in this case, one of my elements is proof story, right? And that's one of our, our core 12, 12, 13 elements. And uh, this one, I open up with the proof story. This is Esther. She uses one ad that runs in Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to sell country music albums. And then it plays a clip of her um, saying, this has been a complete game changer in our business. A 100% game changer. And, like, and then I'm on the call with her, right? So she's talking to me. And then it goes back to me. And I say, she's spending $500 a day and generates about $1,000 in music sales every single day. Music that people can get online for free. She does this using a unique ad method that I call the Emerald ad that you can learn more about if you click the button you see somewhere on this video or in this post, and I'll show you how it works. Like Ryan here, yada, yada. So that one was a slightly different. Um, but the thing is, is when you do the work and you go through the exercises and you, you start to really build out your proof stories, your big promise, your unique mechanism, your, uh, your unique process, you map out your, your core unique process. A lot of times people don't want to show that in their ad. Um, on Facebook, a lot of times we do, we give away more in, in many cases because the, the shareability factor, the viral factor sends that signal to the algorithm that people like your ads. Guess what happens? You know this, Facebook rewards you. They drive your cost. Yeah. So, and you also build more trust. So, you know, and sometimes we don't go all as much into the unique process on YouTube, um, but sometimes we do. It just kind of kind of depends. Uh, and then you go in and and... Act two is really maybe going into the unique process or digging a little bit more into the, the challenges without um, or benefits without challenge, right? Benefits without frustration, uh, soft call to action, and then uh, maybe going into a little bit more of proof story or uh, your, your unique mechanism or credibility and, and then call to action. And then maybe any another couple, a couple other elements that we like to include, but it doesn't have to be in are you know in every video if possible things like overcoming self-belief issues you know like it's not your fault uh you're mm -hmm. an expert so it's easy for you right or shoot this one but um you know that self-belief is a big one um and and so if they if they think i can do this then it mm -hmm. it really uh makes people want to take action you know, not everybody has the same thing. So when you're selling a physical product, that's more of a commodity based item, like clothing or apparel, 
it's a little different story. And those kind of ads, what you're going to do is you're going to focus a little bit more on your belief system and what your product, how your product makes people feel, right? Nike honors great athletes. And mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have, have modeled that and, and it works really well. It's a little bit more of a longer term approach and it's a little more challenging. You know, if you sell physical products and you sell supplements or a lot of the, those types of things, it's, it's a little easier because it still is a little bit more problem solution and you can follow the similar method that I just gave. Um, but anyway, it, that, that's sort of the overview of, of the method. You know, act one is get their attention, um, but do it in a way where you're, it's, the call out of the business is contextual. It's just part of your conversation. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Instead of just calling them out. And, and then you go into, <laughs> yeah, some of these other elements. And uh, it's, uh, I love how we just worked yeah. out a whole a rich ad campaign and we didn't even talk about creative. We didn't talk about, you know, manual or automated bids or uh, CBO. <laughs> like I, I, uh, I love how foundational this is. Yeah. It's, it's so many people get so excited. And if you want to talk on that stuff, I can, we could talk all day long, right? We have a three phase process basically for, for, for managing ads. Uh, you, you know, you want to test, yeah. you know, find out what best audiences, best creatives. And then as you, you know, as you start to learn, we want to start leveraging that algorithm and start really using things like campaign budget optimization and, and larger audiences and bigger lookalikes and, and, and letting the algorithm kind of do its magic using only your best ads and your, and your best audiences and, and starting to get into some more of the, the, the advanced bidding. But we're not going to go into that because I see 98% of people out there, that's what they're focusing on. And they're just trying to over-optimize crap, right? A ads that are uh, maybe not crap. A lot of times the ads are actually average or above average. You know what I mean? Like you have a direct response copywriter who's writing an ad who thinks it's a really good ad because they've been a copywriter for 10 or 15 years. But they don't <laughs> actually realize that the social media landscape is different. It's changed. You know, the way we communicate has changed. Like I said, those kind of tension getters they just don't work anymore like they used to and i still see people doing it all the time because they don't know what they don't know you have a, a good copywriter mm -hmm. or a guru out there who has a super dialed in offer and funnel or or maybe has a really really dialed in back-end email follow-up sequence or high pressure sales system and so they're using ads that are just average and they're paying high cost per click and they're still making a lot of money and so you have all these other people that are out there and they're seeing these gurus out there that are running ads thinking that that's the type of ad they should run. But really, it's not the ad that's doing very well. Those gurus out there could be getting cost per leads and cost per purchases for probably half of what they are. I bet you. Um, because they're, they're, they're not following this, this kind of you know, method that I'm talking about. And so, you know, the other thing too is that a lot of people ask if you're going to do video, it, should it be short? Um, we, we've kind of seen the sweet spot being about three to six minutes, definitely not a minute and a half. Like a lot of people talk, talk about out there talking about YouTube ads and, and video ads. Uh, sometimes like our best ad right now, currently for our funnel is, is on Facebook is a minute and 51. Uh, Ooh. but on YouTube, that same ad is running and our four minute and 26 around there, four minute and 20 seconds is, is, is the best performer. Um, and on, on Facebook, that's actually outperforming as well. Um, but for some reason on Facebook with this campaign, the minute and 51 is, is working best because 80% of the impressions are coming from Instagram and it's doing well on Instagram for some reason right now. And so uh, it's, 
a lot of times I've got a client, client to, or a friend of mine now used to be a coaching client and they're booking about 28 to 30 uh, appointments per day in the real estate investment space. And, and they're using a, about a four and a half, almost five minute video ad. Um, uh, some of our like 10 X cases, seven minute video ad, eight minute video ad. Sometimes, you know, it was a seven minute that followed all this formula and then, and then they kind of redid it maybe a year later. And now they got it down to three or four minutes and it, and it performs a little bit better too. Um, so it, sometimes you can do it all in under two minutes and, and, and it will be your best performer, but it doesn't have to be that way. That's my point. Um, especially when you kind of add that call to action, you know, you add a soft call to action in maybe 30 seconds or a minute. You know what I mean? So the rest is gravy. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend. And if you're an ad agency that manages seven or even eight figures a year in media and ad spend for your clients, and you're looking to double your profits over the next six to 12 months, then check out ad card. See, the typical agency model is this. You charge 10% of your spend, and you make 10 to 20% margin at the end of the day. So that's really one to 2% of your client's spend that is profit in your business. The easiest way to double that is to really find a way to earn in that one to 2% cash back of the card that is on file of your client's ad account. And before ad card, what you had to do was invoice all your clients for their ad spend up front, which is really difficult on a cash flow basis and very difficult ask. And then you had to put the card on your own Amex or whatever card of choice to get that level of value back into your business. With AdCard, it's entirely different and streamlined. You simply get your clients on AdCard and make yourself the agency of record and you'll get the cash back as long as you're managing the ad spend. It's a great way to double your profit without doing any additional work. Check it out at FunnelDash.com. So I want to hear about a poor ad, man. I want to know of all the the hundreds of millions of, of campaigns that you've touched. I want to know what is what's bombed. <laughs> okay, so good question. I would say, um, with our, uh, it's you know, it's kind of weird. Is with our stuff, my own ads. Our issue has always been our back end, like product development, not keeping up, you know, okay, we, we're, we got an ad that's working really well. And then we have to stop it because I've got to redo a course because Facebook is outdated, right? Changing everything. And then I do that. And then I'm like working on a webinar uh, for, for like, you know, four or five months. And so for us, it's kind mm-hmm. of, it's kind of weird. I think, I think we've always had, this sounds kind of like not even like somebody would think this is like, arrogant or something but but I, I can't actually remember an ad that i've actually put time in like you know and like because we put a lot of time into to, to writing one good ad um that actually hasn't right. knocked it out of the park right out of the gate and, and done really well you know and then you start to add some layers to that because they they will sometimes they will slow down you know so if you add yeah. different ads that will resonate with with different types of people it will help once you get that foundational superstar ad running but um i would say the, for us, though, the most times we've seen poor ads is when uh, we didn't have or, or a lot of client situations uh, where they didn't have a cash flow funnel. They didn't have mm. uh, a system that was evergreen that was really able to generate cash flow in that first 24 hours. 
that makes sense. So the pricing was off. Um, you, you know, a lot of times if I just look at customers and clients that have come in, most mostly we, we obviously we have to rework the story and, and, and follow that that method I talked about and you know get something good running on the creative. But in general, for us, if it's like okay, I don't have a webinar ready, so I can't sell our you know thousand dollar program, and we've got only one upsell, so we can't afford to keep running this. You know what I mean? Um, we're getting customers mm-hmm. for fifteen dollars, but we have to turn it off. And so, like I said, it's for me, it's more than that of an issue up until recently. Um, but in general, I would say the biggest problem I see is not having that cash flow generated, not having the right price point. So what people will do is they'll they maybe are targeting a a mass appeal audience. So they're in a, a end consumer, maybe it's a health and wellness. Maybe it's a hobby based, maybe it's around anxiety or something like that. And they're selling a $150 product or 200 or maybe even a hundred. It's too, too much in some cases. And so their price points a little bit too high, uh, or they're in cause, cause that's different than a B2B, you know, for, for you and me, we're targeting people that want to grow their business a hundred, $200, $300 upsell after a $7 product or after a lead magnet or after a, a even an, $49 or $99 front end product is totally fine. But if, but if you're in a mass appeal, uh, you mm. much better to have a lower price and a lot of volume, a lot of products than it is to have, uh, you know, a little higher price or people are trying to, to, to use like this long email sequence, uh, or, or to sell a membership, which doesn't generate a lot of cash flow. Um, I feel like you see a lot of those right now, yeah. right? Because and this is also a great segue into our next segment where we're really talking about cash flow and, and financial principles for advertising sure. is we talk about payback periods of 30 days, right? Most people, that's kind of their rule of thumb because that's their, you know, they run payroll every 30 days. Uh, but you're saying 24 hours, right? Which is even more specific and more aggressive. And why, why, Two-part question, I guess. One, sure. why 24 hours? And then two, what do you think about a lot of these challenger funnels that are you know, popping up where they're like week or two-week-long challenges over pretty much an email course? Yeah. And then they're, they're having offers on the back end and they convert like crazy, you know, like lead to sale conversion create, you know, is amazing. So but how, a, would you, how does it really fit your 100%. world? 100%. Great question. So the launch model is one of the things where yeah, I've had so many people that come in there, like they're in a, they're in a big launch mastermind or something like that. And then they're, they're just growing. They have to grow it organically, right? Cause they can't run ads to a launch unless they're two weeks, like basically two weeks out or less. And then even when they do that, you're still running ads and not getting any revenue, right? Until after the launch closes. And, and so you've got to have some capital. So if that's your model, you need, uh, some capital, like, like ad capital, right? Like what you guys have. Um, um, but one of the things to get to help get around that is, is that if somebody's in the launch model, the, the traditional, like the PLF three, four video series, and they're doing a live launch two times a year, uh, they're not, I'm not talking about the challenge launch yet. And I'll, I'll get on that in just a sec. But if they're in the launch model, uh, what I try to get them to do is to try to create an evergreen funnel that they can run between launches. So maybe they're selling a basically just a digital version of that product that doesn't include the coaching and you're selling it for a third to half the price. And you've got maybe a, a front end low price, a $27 front end or, or seven or $9 or something like that. So you've got a, a kind of an upsell funnel that's running all year round. And then when you get to your launch, uh, you have more customers and more leads and, and it still doesn't cannibalize it. 
so that that's that's one thing that that's been a game changer i've seen businesses literally 10x in one year by doing that um guys that they're people that are executing you know on the challenge model here's here's it's the same thing it's it's like you you have to build it up organically if you're going to run ads you need to have uh, a lot of cash in the bank or we're going to do that we're going to do a, a challenge launch and we're going to try it and but my plan is basically just going to do it because we want to kind of relaunch one of our front-end courses and then i'm just going to sell it using an evergreen webinar after that um, because that's more of a cash flow uh model right because um but in the meantime we have this conundrum that you just mentioned right so a launch is a month away so for me if i'm going to do a challenge launch i'm going to i'm going to set up two upsells going into that so it's either going to be a free challenge and then mm. hey for 99 dollars you can keep the recordings or for 49 dollars you can keep the recordings uh, and then another upsell maybe you got a 99 dollar upsell for a coaching call or for some other product i feel like i Mike Phil Sam's done a really good job with this with GrooveFunnels, right? Because it's like you go to GrooveFunnels.com, you get a freemium software account, but the upsell is the affiliate offer, right? Like, hey, pay, you know, XYZ dollars to become an affiliate. And uh, I think that that's really, um, I think it's really solid where you can still have that solid, like, you know, <clears throat> free front end, uh, but some more um, tactical and, um, uh, cross sales that, uh, that make all the sense in the world. So talk to me about cash flow. So 24 hours, I love stuff that's like paying back within 24 hours. Yep. And it's actually, um, yes, cash flow is a big one. I also just like the efficiency of the capital, right? Because it generally that requires you to be at a lower price point, you know, sub hundred dollars to be ROI within 24 hours. And yeah not only do you get more cycles, right? You talked about working on a webinar for five months before <laughs> like yeah. you're only going to go through, you know, one, maybe one to maybe four cycles of a webinar a month. And you, because you got to do a re-record, you got to do new slides. Like there's a ton of work that goes into optimizing those. Yes. And why I think it takes years for people to get them dialed in. When oh. you're at that low price, when you're 24 hours, I need to, it's the difference between $2,000, right? On a webinar, I got to go spend 2000 to know if I'm making money or not. Yeah. Versus spending, let's say seven, $9 or, or $50 or a hundred dollars to know if the ads are working or not. Right now I have, I literally have 20 to 40 more at bats, right. To, to really make the thing work and, yep. and a faster, tighter feedback loop that allows you to turn money faster, turn marketing budget over faster on an annualized basis, but um, more capital efficient in the process. So, so I'm like 100% uh, with you here, but I'm, uh, I'm curious to hear more of, um, more, of, uh, more of your insight as to how you got there. Yeah. To so, <laughs> so wait, say that last part one more time. Sorry. It's just the last 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, well, I just want to... Yeah, I just want to hear. I want, I want to hear more about, you know, how you kind of came to that resolve, and also how you're helping some of your clients ensure that that's in place. Right? It's it's one of the things that you have to do is you have to kind of start manufacturing new offers, right? Yeah. Like you have to start splitting out offers, and that becomes 
difficult. Well, it's easy to do when you're selling info. Let's be honest, yeah. right? It's easy to do when you're selling courses and like uh, you know books and stuff, but it's more difficult to do in in e-commerce. Yeah. Um. It's and uh, yeah, because then you just start just got to make sure that you're not taking away from the core focus of the, uh, of the business. To- totally. And so on the low, on the, on the pricing, you're, you're basically hundred percent. I totally agree. Uh, it's tough because a lot of times if someone comes to us, a lot, you'll have people out there that are teaching you have to, to sell high ticket, like, and, and they're running the numbers the opposite way. Right. They're like, if you have a, uh, you have this many people visiting, you, you only need, you need to get one person to, to buy. Now you have $2,000, right? So, and they do the math and it's like, if you get one conversion and they're set, they're buying a hundred dollars, it's a lot harder, but <laughs> the challenge, but the, the, what they're not saying is that in order to do that, you have to get a lot of people to show up to a webinar and you and spend a lot of money. Like you said, it's a, it's a big risk if it's not already a proven offer and it's really risky. And so I've seen people all the time, like they're, they're sort of in the very, in, in the fairly beginning stages and they try running a live webinar funnel and they're selling a thousand to $2,000 program. and they you know, you could get 100 people live, which is going to be like 400 people registered. And you might not get any sales, but the next 100 people live, you might get two or three or four if it's your first one, you know, um, and you might right. give up on something that could have been so good, but you hadn't refined it quite yet. So that's why I agree. It's a, it's a lot sometimes less risky. And you can create that momentum when you can optimize on purchase. Anytime we can get to optimize on purchase, that's the goal. And I tell people this all, all all the time, like the way the algorithm works is it, they, it's not just like, if you optimize on purchase before you get any impressions, they're already narrowing your targeting down to people that have shown to buy stuff over the last 30 days or 45 days or 60 days, even in different industries. And so if we can optimize on purchase, it's a game changer. So that's why for me, I would never do a challenge. Fun- We're going to do a challenge launch but I would never do it without a self-liquidating funnel leading up to it. My goal is to get two to one on our ad spend before we even start the launch, before we start the first day of the challenge, because we have, we're going to do a $5, the $5 challenge, and then a 49 and then a 99. And then actually for me, I'm going to have like a soft upsell where, Hey, if you, by the way, if you're, if you're somebody that you're actually looking to hire somebody, we've got a really amazing group. And if you want, you can, we have an audit process. And that's a, another little upsell. And then, but that, that can be run for six weeks leading out to your challenge. You know what I mean? Or maybe three or four weeks. And um, then you do your, your challenge and then you make an offer. Say we sell a thousand dollar program now. Uh, and then we, we deliver that program over five, six weeks. And then what I can do, what, I, what I'm going to do for us, at least, you know, we, we might say, hey, let's do an evergreen challenge. But um, it's my plan is, is to go to uh, an an evergreen webinar because I've, I've put a lot of time into building the webinar already. Like I told you, like, who takes five, six months to build a freaking webinar, by the way. Um, uh, but, but actually what came out of it was a really, really, really amazing webinar. Um, so that, that, that same basic webinar is what will sell that program evergreen. But, but for me, I'll have less risk in place, you know, because we already flushed it out, right? We, we sold it through a, a challenge. We, 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 we generated lots of customers leading into that. Um, it, but but if you're in like something else, if you sell on the digital product side, if you sell dance lessons or decluttering or anything like that, it's low ticket all the way. It better be under hundred dollars, potentially even under fifty um, for your front end, uh, and, and and just get massive volume. And if you have more products, 
then you're going to make more money. Uh, I always tell people if you're in a, a mass appeal, um, or even if you have physical products like that, more prof products equals more profit, not a membership. A membership, usually what I've seen, especially uh, at the mass, if, 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 especially if that's just another thing you have and it's not the core focus of your entire business, a, a general membership ends up being the opposite of the 80-20 principle where you're spending 80% of your time on your membership and getting 20% of your revenue. That's if you're, you're in the paid traffic world because it's stuff to generate a, a new member on a cold lead, right? And, and so um, more, more products. And sa same thing goes, obviously, if you have e-commerce. E e-com, we want, we want to really try to find that best product, that core product that we can use to drive cold traffic into um, in addition to brand awareness and you know education-based stuff. Um, but then we can use our other products to, to uh, uh, help improve that profit and, and you know, so yeah. So I, Keith, you're a legend, man. This has been amazing. I, I feel like I just can mute now, and you can just talk about ads <laughs> for the next couple hours. <laughs> we just, <laughs> just keep diving out to it. I uh, I appreciate it, man. This has been really solid stuff. Tell everybody a little bit about um, how we can support you, what you're up to next, and how everybody can get in touch. Sure, sure, no problem. You know, I would say that. I would go to, if you if you want, I would probably just go to onegoodad.com. Uh, onegoodad.com right now that goes to, um, to our other challenge. But by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably go into the, 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 you know, the, the challenge I just talked about, either a free challenge or a $5 challenge. Um, the other thing is we have a free presentation. If you're somebody at a, at a higher level and you're looking for some coaching and you know, you're, you're looking for some, uh, maybe an agency to hire out. You could go to, I've got a presentation where I take people through our four steps to really scaling out uh, and to really scaling out a business using multi-platform ads. And I would say it's, and you know, step one is the cash flow. Step two is the everlasting ad. Uh, step three is being able to, to put that into all three, uh, the big three platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, plus the, the, the Google display retargeting. And then step four is, is, is the uh, maintaining and scaling, you know, testing, optimizing, troubleshooting, scaling, rinse and repeat. That presentation, I can, I don't even know if I have a, I think I can make everlasting ad. .com, go to that one. I don't know if I have a. a, a one good ad. .com. I love oh, this. Dude, you have like screenshots galore here. Uh, this is just awesome. <laughs> Yeah, super so, cool, man. Well, thank um, you so much. You're 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 an, you're an OG of uh, when it comes to Facebook ads. I love it. It's fun. We'll it's definitely fun. have you back. Yeah, good times. I appreciate having me on. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoorad.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, go ahead and leave a review and a comment, share with a friend. If you do, take a copy, screenshot of it, email me, zach at funnel-.com, show me you left a review, and I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to richadpoorad.com. To leave a review, go to richadpoorad.com slash review. Thanks again.